Steve Domenico in the room podcast and joining me today is Pete Jeffrey, owner and head coach at Triforce MMA BJJ in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. We have Pete on today. We're going to catch up with Pete, see what's been going on through this quarantine and how he's managing his camp, his gym, his fighters, his members all through this and keeping them motivated. Thanks for coming on, Pete. How's it going? Yeah, man, it's going well. Thanks. Uh, I mean, I guess as well as it could be uh, at this stage of the game. Uh, you know, we're doing okay. I, I try to keep track of as many members as I can just through, you know, our social media pages and stuff and, you know, putting techniques out there and doing what a lot of the other schools are doing. Um, the internet is 100% saturated with awesome jiu-jitsu and awesome techniques and striking stuff going on. I mean, there's people posting stuff basically from everywhere, uh, which, which is awesome, except for the fact that, uh, Nobody gets to actually do it, you know, for the most part, live in person, unless you're Craig Jones or somebody. Yeah. Now, now it, it, you talked about members. How many members, uh, it, you know, as far round off that you have uh, as far as both sides of the camp? Because you have your brother um, that's on the other side doing the TFW. How many you got all together in, in Triforce? Um, uh, on the fight team and people that do jujitsu and kids classes and all that sort of stuff, I, uh, we were somewhere at around 220 or so members. And then there's probably about the same for my brother doing all the fitness stuff. And of course the fighters go over there. Uh, you know, we're over there. We're like, you know, 50 steps the other direction or on the way in and use our workout gym and, and do some of the training for warrior stuff and, and get ready for their fights. So, you know, it, it, it was a match made in heaven until, uh, it all came to a screeching halt. I was talking to somebody today about it, and I'm like, man, my last class, I think there was 50 people there. And, you know, I didn't didn't see this happening. I didn't see it going this way. We had Nate fighting on Bellator the next night. We had Dan Cormier fighting on Saturday the following night. And it was just like, I was supposed to go to Texas uh, for Carlos Machado's uh, affiliate weekend. And I was going to be coaching there on Sunday and doing some stuff. And the whole, basically, obviously, the world fell through. Um, a lot of people still ended up making affiliate weekend in Texas, which was cool, but having kids and all that sort of stuff, um, we decided not to make it, and, and literally that Monday, things fell apart. So, um, I mean, it was falling apart over the weekend, and then it just kind of, everything fell through, and it leads us to where we are right now, so, which is touch and go day to day. Yeah, and when you did close, it was a, you know, Jim started making them, uh, you know, in them Facebook posts that they were going to take a week off. I think it was around, was it March 13th or somewhere around that? Was it, when, when what weekend yeah. was that? I think on my public page, it was right around March 13th because we still have that tag that posted at the top. Okay. But man, I look back at the date today, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but that was a while ago, you know. Should probably update it, but at the same time, unless you live in an absolute cave, yeah. you, know, you know what's going on, um, you know what's happening. I mean, if they're not opening restaurants and parks and even streets in some cases in Providence, and you know, it's like they're certainly not going to be, like, we're, we're dead last, man. We're talking about fighting and doing jiu-jitsu and breathing on each other and sweating yeah. on each other, and, you know, we're going to be dead last in that. So um, we're looking to hopefully end up being part of phase two, which would be awesome. I think phase now, right? Phase one right now is going to be a little bit more essential people and getting some people back to work and see how that goes. And then uh, from there, we'll move on to phase two, which still won't be any jujitsu, still won't be any like kids' classes, but it will be, you know, some cardio stuff. We can do some yoga. We're going to be adding some of that stuff uh, for people into the program. 
and um, you know striking classes you can do a lot of that bag work classes self-defense things obviously again without contact and it would be classes of 10 people you know sign up luckily we have a program where people can go on and sign up for classes like you would do for like a spin class yeah um it's crazy with the size of my gym where i can host 50 or 60 people then i'm boiling it down to 10 but you know these are the times that we live in so it's you know i'm just hoping to get back in there and get something opened up um for me so the first time i haven't worked since i was like 13 years old so really know i've been doing a lot of yard work yeah we post videos like five times a week myself and the other coaches sometimes we throw some live classes in there um just you know just to keep in contact with people and now i have students going on as well and and they're posting some good videos yeah. and, and that's kind of what we want um i'm hoping that something like this changes the way that a lot of people are coaching or adds on to because I'm not a huge social media guy by any stretch. Mm. I don't go on Facebook that much. I, you know, only have an Instagram page. We do that sort of stuff. And, like, you know, I'm a bare minimum guy. I, I'm pretty hands-on. So being on social media all the time, uh, I usually find out most of the stuff that's going on from my wife. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I supplement myself in and, and, and do what I need to do. Um, but for me, I'm hands-on keeping track of what everybody's doing, who's fighting who, who's got what's coming up, what grappling tournaments are coming up, who's doing kickboxing. And now, you know, it's just me. I'm homeschooling my kids. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are doing, and, um, you know, just waiting to open back up. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's at right now. Well, you are a little lucky because your wife, you know, she is, she, you know, does jiu-jitsu at the gym. She does a lot of managing of the gym. So you guys are kind of business partners together so you're handling a lot together are you guys training together i know you do a lot of uh you know you must do private sessions with your wife because she has her own class i think she has uh for you know the women's class so is is that helping are you guys kind of uh you know pete you're pretty high level jujitsu is you know but can you perfect your your, your craft anymore uh with your wife there in in quarantine um yeah sure definitely i mean there's always things to do she's a blue belt now so um she, she brings a lot of skill to the table, and it's interesting because she does a lot of things that I do, and, and it makes it kind of hard for me. Like, I, I, you know, she knows how I'm going to pass and things like that. So, you know, when you're working, that's the only person you get to work with. They get to build a pretty good game against yeah. you, and, you know, it gives me an idea to explore different ideas. And then, of course, I'm shooting videos from my house. Uh, a lot of times because we've got kids. Yep. So, um, you know, I've got a mat set up, in, you know, in my downstairs kind of studio room, and uh, she's my partner for those things, so we'll, we'll put up a lot of videos that way. But, um, yeah, you know, that's we should probably get more time in, but she's also a full-time nurse. Oh. And if you can imagine what it's like being a nurse in this amount of time, you know, in this time, day, yeah. it's, it's crazy. And, um, I, you know, there's a lot of propaganda going on out there, so I actually I get what's really going on at the hospital yep. as opposed to what the media says is going on at the hospital. And, you know, it is pretty scary. I'd probably be in that scenario of just like, you know, this is a joke and yeah. let's get back at it and what are we doing? But, you know, I get that inside scoop and it's like, ooh, yeah, that's, we're not really kidding around here. I mean, I'm glad the numbers are low right now. I'm hoping when we reopen and start going through phase one that the numbers stay low and we can get back to some sort of life around here because, you know, I know people are itching to do it. So I know you probably did. You get two things busy with, with the fight game. And, and I miss it. That, 
podcasts and whatnot. Pete, I, I, I miss talking to your, your fighters. I miss talking to your kids about, you know, getting ready for fights and fighting for yeah. belts. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm missing it dramatic, you know, dramatically here. Man, just between, I, I want to say, like, the, there was the Cage Titans card and the CES card. We probably had 10 people yeah. combined on both of those cards. Two or three people were fighting for titles. You know, uh, you know, being where the fights were at the time, there were two. There was possibly three getting scheduled for title fights. Um, so it's like, oh, man, you know, it, it was it was crazy to see it all just come to a complete halt. But again, talking to my wife and seeing what's going on, where people were optimistic early on, I was not. <laughs> I knew that stuff was going to get shut down real quick, and um, I was real happy to see what Bellator did. Um, you know, with Nate and all of those fighters, because again, I was going. Um, that was my plan. Yeah, I was actually flying out to Texas. Uh, you know, early the next morning at like six a.m. Uh, to go do those seminars and stuff out there with with Master Carlos, and um, it uh, everything kind of fell through. So, uh, props to Bellator for taking care of their fighters yeah. and, and, and you know and doing the right thing. And the people showed up and they made weigh-ins, and you know everybody got paid, including the people setting up the show and stuff. So, I mean, that's really what you do. I, I hope. Uh, being a business that they can find ways to come back and 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 get some money back for that and um, you know obviously keep the ball rolling when things are good to go. Excellent. Well, keeping the ball rolling, Pete. You know those UFCs kind of you know they're they're trying to get out there. They are you know the only sport that looks like it's it's going to be happening sooner than later. I mean we've had three cards, three or four cards canceled with them because of this. You know this this terrible thing going on with the world but it looks like there might be light at the end of the tunnel we got the card this weekend pete what are you feeling about this i mean i know you got a little inside word you you cross train you've coached jorgen i mean you you know even calvin all them is this card going on are we going to be watching a card on saturday night pete in your eyes yeah yeah i mean if it's gone this far um i mean we're on tuesday right now it would be an absolute travesty for this card not to happen at this point. Um, for these fighters to be able to keep training partners, keep coaches who have families and training partners who have families and people that they can bring illness back to. And like, I mean, these guys have all, everybody that's fighting on the card, they've all gone from training with 15 people to 10 people in their camps to maybe one, you know, and then they're doing pad work and they're probably doing more road work and, you know, so you're probably going to see some different fighters or, you know, you're going to see some different versions of the fighters that we've seen. But I'm super excited for Calvin and Jorgen, uh, you know, to be on this card. And, I mean, those guys, those guys, nothing's going to stop them. I mean, Calvin, obviously, uh, you know, proof is in the pudding. I've been watching that guy, you know, even when I was coming up fighting, he just took a good hiatus and then came back and still killing it. And, um, you know, mentally he's super strong. So nothing really deters him. And then you get somebody like Jorgen, if he didn't prove to everybody uh, in front of 96,000 people in somebody else's hometown that he is probably one of the most game fighters in the heavyweight division, then uh, I don't know how you do that, <laughs> you know? He's definitely proven it, and that's going to be a super exciting fight to watch as well. So, you know, and it pops to his coaches. You know, the guys over at Regiment, obviously making sure that he still has direction. He still has, uh, you know, training partners every day. And, and, you know, coming up with game plans to, to go against a pretty big, um, you know, kind of seasoned guy at this point in Greg Hardy, who's, you know, started in the show and he's 
you know, he went from completely smashing people to having some hard times and, and actually figuring it out while he's in there. So as a big looming guy, he's a hard guy to deal with, but um, you don't want to walk into anything that Jorgen's throwing because if you step into it, that guy is just, uh, he's dropping power. So, and, and I, I am a hundred percent sure that they're going to be aware of that. And um, hopefully they don't make it a boring fight. I think Jorgen's going to bring it either way. I hope that, if he does start to see that this guy's a little intimidated and coming in, that he presses the action and gets on him a little bit. And, and, and really, I think that's going to keep in this guy's on his, on his heels is going to be the way to do it for Greg Hardy. So, you know, and as far as Calvin, he's got the height and the reach advantage. Uh, he's an excellent boxer. He's an excellent grappler. He's super well-rounded. And, and so is his, his, his partner. Um, Smarts-wise, I don't know. Like, uh, Calvin's probably a little smarter. When it comes down to, because I don't think he's going to get sucked into anything he doesn't want to get sucked into. Whereas, uh, you know, Jeremy Stevens is very seasoned, but he's one of those guys that, man, you know, he could get suckered into that war. However, there's no crowd to fuel that war. So maybe he comes out being a super smart guy in this fight, and, you know, you see maybe a different Jeremy Stevens. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's super interesting. Um, and again, there's a ton of other great fights on that card. Um, you know, even, you know, Cerrone and Pettis. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, no. UFC is coming with, I mean, they have to come with someone if a card like this, if, if they're getting the go ahead and they've canceled so many shows, you know, they got to come with all the guns blazing, whatever big time fighters they can get together. I mean, we've had Calvin and, and Jorgen waiting three cards now, along with, uh, you know, Tony Ferguson. Uh, oh, how about that, right? <laughs> That's going to be insane. It's crazy. Two weight, Pete. Two weight cuts. He's going through. I mean, he proved the weight cut. Uh, you know what? Two, two and a half weeks ago, when he, you know he's yeah. supposed to fight, and now he's doing it again. I mean, these fighters are hungry and they need to fight, and they're showing it, showing up, and uh, putting it all the line on Saturday, man. That's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. Uh, I think if Tony tries to go the distance and gets into the third round, he's going to have a lot of success because, you know, right away I, I, I think Gaethje's coming out to uh, to try to finish it within the first two rounds, and if he doesn't, he's going to leave his brain in the ring <laughs> or something, and uh, that's what people love about that guy. Yep. So, uh, damn, I mean, you want to bring fire for silence and no people, It's that's going to be that's awesome. Gonna be absolutely awesome. And, and we'll going to hear themselves grunting. Yes, yeah, I was just going to say that. We're going to hear everything. I'm sorry, but that's a totally different play. Because even in the gym, a lot of times there's music on, there's people saying yeah. stuff, there's you know, there's banter, there's things going on. I mean, you're going to hear absolute silence when you're hitting somebody. So, the headspace for these fighters is definitely going to be a different uh, scenario. And you know, we watched one card at home, uh, the last the, the last card they did in Brazil, and it was it was pretty weird. Yeah, the yeah, there was no crowd there. I, you know, Pete, I thought it was going to be worse than it was, but I, I kind of enjoyed it because I could hear the coaches in the corner yeah. telling them what to do. It was interesting to be able to hear that and hear the commentary kind of, you know, they have, it was almost like, I don't want to say it was almost like watching, listening to golf or something. I mean, it was a quiet kind of, kind of breakdown of the sport. That was it. That was pride back in the day. There'd be like, you know, 90,000 people in, you know, Saitama Super Arena, and you would hear a pin drop. I mean, they were so in tune to what was going on. And to me, I don't know, I'm kind of prepping up the treatment to that. That's, uh, that's, 
that's like a different class of really knowing what's going on and you know nothing against uh the crowds that are around europe and the united states and you know uh, all that but it's just it, that's a different feel uh for for what's going on it's almost like going and watching a classical music concert you know as opposed to a rock concert um uh, that, that we get now so now it's going to be a little bit more like classical music so uh the art form will really come out when there's nothing else to drive it yeah. which uh you know i appreciate that i'm sitting here in my studio because <laughs> it's the quietest place uh you know that i can get in my house with two kids and, and, and all that sort of stuff but uh yeah i mean i'm into the arts of it for sure awesome a uh, question last question before i let you go give you shout outs and uh, how we get in touch with you the gym and all that pete pete you've got a bunch of fighters out there i mean the triforce is not only a gym a camp uh, a training ground for beasts and fighters looking to get in the UFC. You have people there just to go for, you know, get workouts. To You know, your brother, Keith, across the way is motivating people, changing their lives with exercise and getting them, you know, physically fit to take on anything in their life. You have fighters under your belt that Triforce is a home to them. You know, a lot of them come up from broken homes. They they think of you as, you know, a bigger brother, some some as a father figure. How do you keep them all together and, and motivated when they can't get to the gym? When you know, hands-on, you can really get to them. And, you know, if they're, you know things are going off track for them, you can kind of grab them and say, listen here, how do you keep them together and, and, and motivated until you open up again? Uh, we have a private page on Facebook um, that I, I post a lot of stuff and try to keep people uh, interested, whether it be just techniques. Sometimes I go on and talk. Um, I try not to bombard people with, um, you know, a ton of just like talking, you know, because especially with the internet being saturated with a ton of stuff, I like to keep things um, going uh, team-wise, you know, like, hey guys, here's the stuff that we're going to be working on, or like what I found to be, or what I thought would be, a, you know, a good thing, I'll find out when I go back to see how many people are really getting it, but you know, people <laughs> want to continue training. Um, so I actually get to the point where, like, I had just done a whole gym restoration in December, and we put in uh, a ton of new mats. So we probably have, like, 5,000, 6,000 square feet of mat space. And I had a whole bunch of leftover mats. So when this whole thing started, uh, I gave out for free uh, a ton of mats, probably to, like, 20 to 25 people. Anybody that was interested in coming in and getting mats, I said, come in and take them, and they're yours, and I'm going to be posting videos. And if you can find one person on the team, you feel comfortable working out with or you know just doing a technique thing or you know grab a, a grappling dummy whatever you could do striking videos but you have a mat space i did some workout stuff you know and i just try to touch base with people um you know on the page and putting things up there um and really if the reason i'm putting it up there is so they can keep training their brain i know a lot of people can't jump on the match with a partner right now but you can always train your brain so i've been putting up technique 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 at least three or four techniques or so a week um, and sometimes two or three at a time in each session just to get people to keep the brain going so when I come back I can be like hey we're doing this this and this and uh, it's on the site go check it out which kind of goes along with what I was talking about earlier um, the social media aspect of things and uh, for my idea is when we get back in full swing um, not everybody can make every class, but man, some people want to make every class. I have some people that are, you know, they, most people go unlimited. They can train seven days a week unlimited. And for us, we have a 15,000 square foot facility, 
all the weights and bags, everything you want to train, everything that we ever wanted back in the day when I was fighting to train all in one facility and a ton of coaches. So you can come in at any time in my gym in, in regular life and train if you're on unlimited. So, um, you know, whether it's come in, work out, do bag work, jump rope, lift weights, and then take a class and then stretch and lift, we're going to have it. So um, that was our overall objective, uh, you know, for the team. But now that we don't have that, what are you coming back to? So we try to keep the brain sharp um, because we know we can't come right back to jujitsu, but we can come back to, hey, maybe those people that were always thinking about doing a little bit of striking and they're looking to get off the couch a little bit because, man, it's hard to not be on the couch. It's hard to not get lazy. Yeah. It's hard, you know, I can't go to the gym. And um, I'm hoping that it goes along the lines of people can't wait and they're busting the door down and get back. And I'll run classes, as many classes as I can in groups of 10, with face masks on, yep. if you give the green light, we're going to find stuff to do that's going to keep everybody going. And, you know, I'm pretty confident that the majority of my team is going to be, you know, chomping at the bit and, and ready to go. I know the fighters are. I keep track or try to send messages to as many people as possible. Um, but, you know, MailChimp, um, if I'm going to get everybody, I'll, I'll send some group message out on MailChimp just letting people know. Um, what's going on if they're not on Facebook or social media things that, that, that we put out there. Um, I'm still able to touch base, which is, you know, everything from kids class to adult classes to whatever. Um, we're a little different in the fact that I noticed the majority of gyms that we've run into have, you know, 75% kids in their program and 25% adults. Whereas for me, I think I'm the complete opposite. I'm like 20% kids and 80% adults. And professional fighters and people that want grappling careers and people who want to kickbox and you know and for me, I, you know I don't mind. Yeah. I love I love the kids. I love building the kids. I have some awesome kids class coaches and I'm one of them as well. Um, but you know for me, I, I really enjoy working with high level people, professionals. Um, you know, uh, people that are really just just motivated and into what they're doing. Um, whether it's a beginner in jiu-jitsu or it's a professional fighter, if they're motivated, I'm sucked, you know, and that's, that's kind of what, what drives me. Man, I miss it. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I get to get a lot of yard work done, get to, you know, play a lot of music. Yeah, you, you must be digging holes and making things all over that yard. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I've got a lot of stuff done, which is really good, but it, I'm at this point now where I'm like, okay, I wake up every day and I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Pete, I think, uh, you know, I think we're kind of over the hill. I mean, you're going to know before we do, or as, as far as I, I'm going to know, because your wife is a nurse and you do kind of get, you know, that, that frontline kind of information. But I think it's going to trickle in, Pete. I think, like you said, that next phase, they're going to start opening the gyms, let a few people in, do that social distance. And we're going to learn. We're going to evolve. We're going to have to do it if we want to do it. And it's going to happen. And, you know, you're doing it online. You're still keeping everybody motivated. We got the fight this Saturday, which is going to make a spark for the whole country, knowing that MMA is back. And at least we have something to watch and uh, look forward to. You know, it'll trickle down to the smaller Man, people, yeah. you know. If their ratings aren't through the roof for this one. I don't know what else to do <laughs> to get me. I mean, even if you don't like mixed martial arts, you can watch zero sports and you watch reruns or the Jordan thing is actually pretty cool on Netflix going on, uh, you know, the last dance. But like, other than that, it's like, man, yeah, it, it's crazy. There's been no sports. So 
I mean, th I think people that don't even watch the fights are, are going to probably watch the fights uh, coming up, uh, you know, this weekend. And uh, I'm excited, especially for Jorgen and, uh, and and Calvin, and especially you know Donald Cerrone. Uh, we had some ties to Donald. Donald's yeah. super guy. He you know came in and, and did a bunch of training with us um, for the fight with um, Mike Perry. Yeah, for that for that fight. So um, you know, I'm super psyched for those. I'm very interested to see what Donald does. Yeah, uh, coming back against Pettis this time. The last one was like a long time ago. You know. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I think that was like one of the, when they first got into the UFC, right? When, yeah, when they fought yeah, each other. I was, Cerrone was there already, I think, yep. a little while, and then you know, Pettis came up, and uh, you know, that yeah, was so yeah. <laughs> I, I hope it uh, it stays interesting. I'm really hoping that the, he doesn't keep coming up with that lefty stance against Cerrone because that honestly, if you look back at his record, honestly, the majority of his losses are against lefties. Well, you know, Pete, there you are, man. You, you know, we talked about the Jorgen fight a little bit. We talked about Calvin's. I mean, you, you're, an, you know, you're analyzing the fight. You, we can see you miss it. That's why I love talking to you. I mean, you're a coach. You're a lover of the game, and, and I mean, you're a teacher, man. I love it, Pete. Last thing before I let you go, give your social media media out there any way uh, you know we can get in touch with you, and uh, you know, people want to join Triforce when they reopen or or get on that uh, you know Zoom or whatever. Uh, uh, social media you're, you're producing out there. Yeah, cool, man. Um, we have our, our regular Triforce MMA uh, Facebook page uh, for the for the public page. Uh, we also have our Instagram, uh, which I believe on Instagram we're Triforce MMA BJJ. Um, uh, we have Triforce MMA as our as our website, so you can always uh, send an email over, and I'm going to get that email. Um, it's awesome. I have talked to a lot of people uh, that are interested in trying it out. They're like, I know you're not open, but you know, let us know as soon as you can, and, and you know, we want we want to come in and we want to check it out. So, um, I know people are definitely itching, and I, I like the fact that in, in this kind of economy and everything that's going on, that people are still putting that as as something that they want to want to do uh, when they get back at it. So, it's something I'm going to be doing no matter what. Uh, I can't wait to get back at it. Uh, I can't wait to see all the people on my team again because you know, for me, everybody on my team is like family. I really don't have, like, one of the main things that I love about the team is there's no cliques. You know, there isn't this group of people and this group of people. Everybody is really into being um, a whole. You know, everybody helps everybody. Everybody supports people when they fight and, you know, picks them up when they're down and so on and so forth. And you miss that when it's not there. So, um, you know, and they do it for me, too, man. You know, like, you know, I might be the coach. I might be the leader of the team. But there's a lot of times where, you know, you know, I get to talk to people, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what, they, they change your perspective a little bit, so, yeah. um, I love my kids, it's been me, and uh, a six-year-old, and a two-year-old, <laughs> for the most part, and, uh, you know, motivation-wise, uh, to be a good dad, they're awesome, but they don't understand really totally what's going on in the world right now, so, yeah. you know, talk to some other adults would be fantastic, so, it's definitely <laughs> awesome to, uh, to talk to you, and uh, to talk fights a little bit, and uh, I look forward to, to this weekend, and I'm hoping... Phase two starts. We were going to look to start to opening up classes next week, um, but it doesn't look like it's going to go that way for phase one for gyms. So phase two, hopefully no more than two weeks after that, a week after that, if things go well, we'll start to ease things back in. I think we'll be along the line of hairdressers and stuff. Yeah. So um, I'll start doing some small classes and private classes and, and getting things going. Um, of course, by the letter of the law, because – you know, yeah. We're not, I'm not messing with my family or anybody yeah. else's family. So, um, but if we will come back, um, then I, I think um, 
I'm really hoping that they come up with some kind of something that uh, testing, cure-wise, uh, whatever it is, that they can make it so we can actually get some local fights back for these other fighters that are coming up. Because um, there's a lot of variables. You know? yeah. There's those, those guys that had that final push and they were close to their end of their career and they wanted to make that final push. And it's like, dude, you're killing my time yeah, right now. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. We're supposed to be fucking three times this year and now there's no cards. So yep. I'm happy that the UFC and, and the upper echelon are going to keep pushing, but you know, no new fighters are getting signed. No new fighters are getting opportunity to get in there. So, and I have a ton of them. Yeah. So I'm looking to, uh, <laughs> I'm looking to get them to get them going and get them back in there. Uh, so maybe by the end of the year, um, we can start doing some live, some sort of live shows, even if it's with the dis distancing thing where they section off place. You know, that would be on the promoter to figure that stuff out. I'll show up with the guys and uh, we'll, or girls. We'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it done on both sides. It's going to get done, Pete. It's going to happen at some point. We'll figure it out, definitely. Uh, until then, Pete, you know, I'll come down to the gym, you know, when we hit phase two and, uh, you know, you guys are starting to roll and you're starting to have some uh, classes in there. I'll come down and uh, we'll talk about how it's going and, and uh, you know, let everyone know how, how, you know, an MMA gym, the biggest one in Rhode Island, is doing and getting back on track here. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate that, and um, hopefully it'll be good press at that point where we're saying all good things. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, moving forward, summertime's coming, or it, it's here. We've had some nice days, which, man, that definitely helps. Yeah, definitely. Know, you know, people in California that complain, I just want to be like, guys, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can at least go outside and, you know, yeah. sit outside and do different things. We're just getting that about now, which, man, that makes a big difference. So. Yeah, awesome. I hope you well, Steve, and uh, everybody out there. Uh, in New England, MMA, and further. Uh, good luck to Calvin and the Oregon this weekend. You guys rock. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get after it. There you go. Thanks so much, Pete, man. Pleasure talking Thanks. to you, man. It's always great, and uh, I'll see you as soon as that gym opens, and we'll get another chat in. Awesome, Steve. I look forward to it, buddy. All right, take care. Yeah, man, you too.